This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. Too often, we excuse being spiritually distracted on the busyness of the world we live in. Our cell phone, smart TV, the internet, political debate, climbing the corporate ladder, or just plain worry take their share of every believer's day. And while most of us see distraction as simply some of those seemingly small, everyday, very common things, they can nevertheless have catastrophic spiritual consequences. In his eye-opening five-day series, The Dangers of Distraction, Pastor Ray exposes these for what they really are, no less than powerful weapons in Satan's bag of tricks meant to take your focus away from the Word of God, neutralize you, and make you too busy to be effectively used by God. Let's now join today's message and ask ourselves, just how distracted have I actually become? Through distraction, has Satan taken my focus away from the things of God and won the more important battle? We're going to talk a little bit today about the subject of distractions. This is my third uh, time on this, and I think uh, a message of great, great importance. We had started out talking about the book of Revelation where Jesus said, you know, he spoke to the church in Ephesus, and he said, you're doing all these wonderful things. You've cast out demons. You, you know, you've pointed out falsehoods in the church, and you've worked and worked and worked, and you've done all of these things. But yet I have something against you. Yet I have this one thing against you. Yet I have this one thing against you. You have left your first love. And he says, repent and go back to where you first started, and uh, otherwise I'm going to remove your candlestick from its position or its place. In other words, the anointing is going to you know, I, that's the way I see it anyway. And take the anointing away. And anyway, then we looked over and we saw the story of Martha and Mary. And Martha and Mary, uh, Mary was sitting at the feet of Jesus and Martha was running around the house distracted. Everybody say distracted. Distracted, distracted by all the things that needed to be done uh, because Jesus was in the house. Jesus came as Martha's guest. And Martha was so twisted, everybody say twisted. See, when you get distracted, you can end up getting twisted. So Martha, so distracted, um, she got twisted. Everybody say twisted. And she goes to Jesus and starts to complain to Jesus that Mary is not helping her. Now you're twisted when you go to your guest and start complaining about your family. So... Martha was pretty twisted and Jesus, you know, she thought she was going to solicit some sort of sympathy from Jesus. And, you know, she was expecting Jesus to excuse Mary from sitting at Jesus' feet and to go help Martha get ready for the dinner that she was getting ready or prepared to serve. And Jesus turns to Mary, I mean to Martha and says, Martha, Martha. Now he called her twice, Martha, Martha. I don't know about you, but when, my, when you know, somebody's trying to get your attention, you know, like, Martha, Martha, you know, Martha, Martha. 
And he says, you know, you are worried and distracted by many things. Mary has chosen the better part, and I will not take it away from her. In other words, I'm not going to order her to leave my feet and to go help you do your stuff that, that you feel needs to be done. And really, the, the interesting thing here is that here, here, Jesus, the word of life, is in the house giving the, giving the word to Martha and to Mary, to Mary and to Martha. And only Mary was really attentive because Martha was distracted. Everybody say distracted. distracted. She thought it was more important to serve dinner and get dinner ready and make sure the house is perfect. And I know there's nobody like that here. I know you're all, you know. And Mary was probably more of the, you know, she was more of the free-flowing one. You might say that she's a little aloof or a bubblehead maybe. She just sat at the feet of Jesus with all the, and Martha's freaking out. But, but Jesus said, Mary has chosen the better thing. And often in our lives, we can get so consumed and so busy about things that we forget that our life source is Jesus himself. That the most important thing that you and I would ever do in life is to stay connected to Jesus and to keep our focus on the Word of God. And distractions will always come in to try to sway you away from that place of peace and that place of sitting at the feet of Jesus and keeping your focus on the Lord and on the Word of God. And that is, I believe, one of the strategies and one of the tools of the devil. And so let's just talk about this for a minute. Most accidents, whether it be car accident, whether it be, you know, some other industrial accident, on the, most accidents occur because of distractions, right? You know, somebody, this still, still gets under my skin. I, I can't believe that people are still texting and driving. I want to run them down and pull them over, you know, and just give them a piece of my mind. Because how can you, you know, uh, one of my, my two nephews are police officers, one's a detective, one's a police officer, and I was at a function, and one of his friends, I guess, um, is on traffic duty or something, went to some sort of seminar or something they made them go to, and he said that it takes one-sixteenth of a second, one-sixteenth of a second, that's all the distraction you need to lose control of your car and hurl your car into, a, into an accident. Distractions. So you see, even the smallest distractions that you think are not really distractions at all, sometimes can cause the biggest accidents in your life or the biggest mistakes in your life. And, and it would be like the devil to try to get us distracted because whenever we've got our heart and our attention set on doing a God's, you know, the, fulfilling God's plan for our life, fulfilling God's purpose for our life, it seems like there's always some sort of distraction that comes our way. Now, now this week, I'll just tell you a funny story. I'm preaching on this and teaching on this. And I myself got so distracted this week. We had so much going on. I've got personal uh, things that I'm working on, good stuff, all good stuff working on. And then we got this big project going on in the church and, and all this stuff is going on. And uh, I was in the middle of doing something. I was very, very distracted. And I reached into my pocket because I wanted to freshen my breath. So I reached into my pocket and I go, psh, psh, and I immediately realized that I just sprayed my mouth with hand sanitizer. <laughs> I almost gagged and I thought, oh my God, now what's going to happen? <laughs> is my tongue going to swell? Am I going to choke? Am I going to And here I am, this adult, spitting out the window, because I was in the car, spitting, trying to, trying to get the, t that taste was in my mouth all day long. And I thought to myself, you are really distracted. <laughs> I mean, the bottle of spray, breath spray, is totally different than the hand sanitizer. <laughs> the hand sanitizer has a lid that you have to flip open. The other one, you just stick your finger in a little hole and go, Psh. how did I make that? Because I was so distracted that I made a big mistake. 
Now, fortunately, that's you know, something that you can survive. But often, if you're not careful, you'll get so distracted that you could make mistakes that could cost you uh, tremendous, tremendous uh, adversity in your life and trouble and challenges in your life, all because you got distracted, you see. You took your focus off the most important thing, and that's to keep your focus on the Word and on the Lord. Can I get a better amen than that? Now, Paul said this in the book of Galatians. We won't open to it, but I'll just read one of the verses. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 7, he's speaking to the church at Galatia. He's talking to the Galatians. And he, he says to them this. He says, you ran well. In other words, you started out right. You, were, you had your momentum. You were going. Uh, how, many, how many Christians do I know and have I known over the years that started out right? They got the race going. Maybe some of you sitting here. We got, we got going. We're racing. And we, we know where we're going. We've got our eyes focused on, on our destination. We know what God wants us to do. We got our focus on the Word. And he says, you ran well. And then he asked this question. He said, who hindered you from obeying the truth? Or what distracted you from the very things that you once held so close and dear and, and how you were so focused on? Who hindered you or what hindered you? And that's, that's the truth. So many times we get started off on, on the right foot. I like to say it this way. We start in the spirit, but we end up in the flesh. We start out trusting God. We start out with our focus on the word. We, we start out, you know, uh, focused on the principles of God's word. And then, I don't know, distractions. Everybody say distractions. Distractions come in and the next thing you know we're off here or off there, we've forgotten what the Word says and what God uh, has told us in His Word. Does that make sense to anybody here? And we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not following, we're not focused on God. We get focused on everything else. And that's what happens. That's how you, that's how you, you lose the race. There was a story about a tortoise and a dog, and the, the, dog, the tortoise challenged the dog to a race. And he said, tomorrow I'm going to race you. And the dog laughed and said, you have little tiny short legs, you crawl, I run. So the tortoise said, no, let's meet here at 8 o'clock in the morning. So that night the tortoise went out and placed bones along the race path. (laughs) And in the morning they got started the start line and the dog took off running and the tortoise is just crawling along. But along the way the dog smelled the bone. And he gets drifted off and he's munching on a bone and then he gets back in the race he runs and he finds another bone and he's distracted by that bone and he starts munching on that bone then he runs a few 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 feet and he gets another bone and he gets distracted and by the time he gets to the finish line the tortoise was already there and he just smiled so how'd you do that he says your legs are short my legs he says you got distracted by the bones distractions will cost you the race Wow, am I speaking to anybody here? And how many of us know we get started off on the right, you know, but along the way we get started off with zeal. We get started off with enthusiasm, believing God for this, trusting God for that. We know the vision. We know, but all of a sudden the devil plants some bones along the way. And instead of staying on course, because you ready? You ready? Because we don't have much self-control. Did he say that? We don't have much self-control. We end up getting distracted by everything that comes our way and we get off course and we don't finish. Or we don't finish. And Paul said it this way. He said, uh, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 24, verse 24. He says, do you not know that those all who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? 
then he, he says this, he says, run in such a way that you may obtain it. Now, you're never going to get to your destination. You're never going to see progress in your life if you're constantly distracted by all the things. And the devil will bring every kind of natural distraction your way, try to pull you away from your race and from finishing your race. Everybody say distracted or distraction. So we've got to pay attention to this. Now, in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20 and 23, this is what the word says, my son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do, now listen, do not let them depart from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart. So what are we supposed to do as believers? We're supposed to keep our eyes and keep our focus on the word of God. But what happens along the way is that distractions come. Challenges of life come. Situations come. People do and say things. They get you distracted. And you get off course. And, and you, allow, you, you allow yourself to be distracted from what God has called you to and what God, God has given for you to do. And one of the most important things that you're going to have to be careful of along the way is if you're going to make it, if you're going to get to your destination, if you're going to get to your better place. I, how many of you want to go to a better place? I want to go to a better place. I've wanted to go to a better place my entire life. But one of the things that I learned that I can't get to a better place looking at other people. That proves to be a distraction. You know when you're driving a car? What happens when you're driving a car? You're going along. Now, let me, let me just say, a steering wheel on a car is nothing other than an adjustment tool. I know some of them are leather. Some of them are fancy. They've got fancy, you know, uh, emblems on them. And some have more expensive emblems on them than others. But when it comes down to it, all a steering wheel is is an adjustment device. All, day, all the time you're driving, all you're doing is adjusting that car. If you let go of that wheel, what happens? The car is going to go out of alignment or out of adjustment. It's going to just take on its own, going to go on its own course, right? Now, here's, here's the truth about driving. When you're driving along and you're, you, you have the adjustment tool in your hand and you're driving the car and all of a sudden something gets your distraction this way, what happens? The car starts to go in the direction that you're looking. So if you're going to make it to your destination, you're going to fulfill the purpose and the plan that God has for your life, you can't do it looking at everybody else. Oh, look at them. You know, they're more successful than I am. Look at them. They have more than I have. Then jealousy comes in. Say, envy comes in. We become envious of others. And what happens is it's just like driving the car. You're looking over here. You're supposed to be looking at this way. You're supposed to be looking unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of your faith. You're not supposed to be looking at brother so-and-so, sister so-and-so, what they have, where they are, what they're doing. You're supposed to be looking at Jesus. You're supposed to be keeping your eye on your race. And just like the dog in the story, he got distracted by the bones that were put away. And that's how you're getting distracted. That's why there are a lot of Christians that just aren't making it. Because you're distracted. You're looking at every other thing other than what you're supposed to be looking at. And that is the Word of God and putting your eyes on Jesus Christ. Come on, can I get a better amen than that? Give, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your 420 and 23, Proverbs 420 and 23. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Now, Isaiah, and you can open to this or get it up on your pad. Isaiah 26 Verses 3 and 4, listen to what it says. You will keep him in perfect peace. Wow, now wait, let's, let's take a look at this. How many of you want perfect peace in your life? 
I mean, there's one thing that, Pastor Ray, you know this about me. The only, there's one thing that I want more than anything in my life. I want peace, right? You remember, remember when I talked about the fruit of the Spirit? We talked about peace. There's nothing I want more in my life than peace. So leave me alone so that I can have peace. Go pick on somebody else. Pick on your wife, pick on your neighbor, pick on your nose, but don't pick on me. All I want in life is peace. Amen. Say peace. But now listen to what Jesus, or listen to what the Word of God says here. Of course, this is the prophet Isaiah writing. It is the Word of God. You will keep him in perfect peace. Everybody say peace. Peace. Whose mind is stayed on you. In other words, undistracted. Your focus and attention needs to be on the Lord and on the Word of God, not on everybody else and what everybody else is doing and saying or what they have or where they're going. Your focus and your attention needs to be... You, see, you're going to crash. You're going to get into an accident, spiritually speaking, if you're always looking every other, which, every other way. And I, I tell you what, I, I've got enough of my own business in my life to take care of that I don't have time to mind somebody else's business. So here, let me give you a word of wisdom today. Mind your own business. Four words. Mind your own business. Don't be minding everybody else's business. You can't even work out your own life. Why do you think you can work out everybody else's life? Now, no one's ever told you that, Bubba, but I'm going to tell you that. Big shot, big boy. You can't even mind your own business. How are you going to mind everybody else's business? It's amazing how everybody knows exactly what I need to do. <laughs> Can't do it themselves, but they know what I'm supposed to be doing. It's amazing. Why don't you pray and get, get vision and get, get your own answers for life? You're still digging yourself out of a hole. But you got the answers for everybody. See, you're distracted. You're distracted. You're distracted. I've seen people crash spiritually because of distraction. Start out right. They're all excited. They come to the church. You know, you get involved in ministry, and then something distracts. Do you think the devil is just going to let you mature and grow spiritually without trying to stop you? Do you really think so? He tried it in, in Jesus. Jesus was about to embark upon his ministry, and the de- you know, he was led by the Spirit into the desert where the devil met, met him. And for 40 days and 40 nights, the devil tempted him and tested him. We only hear about the last three temptations at the end, but it says for 40 days and 40 nights the devil came. You think the devil is just going to let you, let you, you know, move into the next level of blessing, the next realm of blessing, without trying somehow to mess you up, to gunk you, gunk you up spiritually? That's why he sends distractions your way. And it's amazing to me how foolish, and you're not supposed to use this word, but I'm going to use stupid. People are that fall for it time and time. You bite the bait again and again, and you get distracted from what God first gave to you or what God showed you. Like I think I use this example. Like people go, oh, pastor, this is the church. I know this is the church for me. God told me. See, God spoke to your heart. You said, I know it inside. It just feels good. And then you start walking, you know, walking it out. And then all of a sudden, something happens. Somebody says something stupid or something, whatever. Someone doesn't say something that you wanted them to say. And all of a sudden, you get distracted. Now your eyes are on that situation, on that person, or what that person said. You know, one of the things, you, you want to really mature, and you want to, want to walk your, your walk undistracted. Think for yourself. Don't let people think for you. 
Am I, am I saying it right, Michelle? Think for yourself. You can pray. You can hear from the Holy Spirit. Because I've seen so many people get distracted. Everybody say distracted. By stupid stuff. And they end up off course. And it's not what God had intended for you. Maybe that's what that person's supposed to be doing or who knows. Or maybe that's a, a person that's distracted and, and just trying, you know, misery loves company. So they want to, they're miserable. They want to make you miserable. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I refuse. Don't put your vomit on me. Go vomit in a bucket, but don't vomit on me. Anybody understand what I'm saying? Your mind needs to stay on the Word of God and on what God is speaking to your heart, not to everybody else's heart. All right? Can I get a better amen than that? So you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. See, that's really the bottom line to it is the reason why we don't do the Word of God. The reason why we don't is because we just, we don't trust Him. You don't trust God. You, you say, I love God, and I believe you do. Uh, and you know, you, maybe you even serve God. I know you serve, but you don't trust Him. The only thing that holds you back from really doing the Word of God is that you don't trust Him. Ooh, it's awfully quiet in here. Well, here, let's, let's do this. How come you don't tithe? Because you're distracted. Because you're worried about you're not going to have enough. What if I do this? What if I do You're distracted by the things, you know, the natural things. And you're not focused with an undistracted, focused envision on what God says about it. It's the only reason why you don't. It's awfully quiet in this nice Presbyterian church this morning. But it's the truth. It's the only reason why you don't, because you're, you, you, you plain all just, and what does he say? He says here, he says, he will keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts you. In other words, I do the word of God, God performs it in my life. Even sometimes when I don't understand it, even sometimes when I'm distracted by thoughts, you know, the corrupted wisdom of the world, if you do this, this is going to happen. No, God's word says this and I'm going to do it. God's going to bless it, and God does. Am I speaking to anybody here? So the way to perfect peace, the way to work walking in perfect peace in your life is to keep your mind stayed on God and to trust Him with every aspect of your life. Not only your finances, but with your children. With your business, with your profession, with your future, with your family, with everything that concerns you. You see, you can't get distracted by all of the things that are going on around you. You've got to keep your focus on the Word and on the Lord. Does that speak to anybody here today? Amen. It's the thing that I've seen, how many people start out right but end up wrong. Why? Because they're like the dog in the story I told you. They get distracted. Sometimes it's sinful stuff. You know, and here's, here's a little side teaching here. With every level of blessing comes a new level of responsibility. And what happens oftentimes is that people get to the next level of blessing, but because they're, they're not paying attention, that next level of blessing actually turns out to be a curse. Why? Because they get distracted by the blessing. Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.